Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Welcome to the Insane Things edition of the Battleground America podcast, where we run down all the insane things that happened this week with the qualifier. They have to be things we've never seen before. For our first insane thing this week, we'll go to Kabul, where no one ever had to die. Remember from a previous edition of Insane Things that General McKenzie was offered Kabul by the Taliban. They said we could take it over till we were done, you know, evacuating. They didn't care. But McKenzie said, no, no, no. We love the Taliban. Why don't you guys control Kabul while we attempt to evacuate? Mm, No one, because you'll have the checkpoints blocked. And the Taliban went, great. We'll put the Haqqani network which is run by Al-Qaeda, in charge of the checkpoints. And then the world was shocked when a suicide bomber made it through. None of it had to happen. And now this, this insane thing that we've just learned. CNN's New Day Pentagon correspondent Oren Lieberman reports the ISIS-K suicide bomber who carried out that suicide bombing at the Kabul airport that killed the 13 troops and about 100 other people, including children, Yeah. You know where he was living before all of this? Bagram Air Base, along with about 5,000 other terrorists. Yep, including some on international wanted lists. And we left them there for the Taliban to free when we snuck out, literally snuck out in the middle of the night. That's not a euphemism. We left in the middle of the night. The Taliban came right in. And we hadn't disabled, of course, as you know, any of our weaponry. So they got that. And then they quickly let out the 5,000 terrorists one of whom would have never been able to kill the 13 had he not been released by the Taliban, which kind of proves the lie the Biden administration has told about the Taliban. Weren't we told they hate ISIS-K, want to kill him at every turn? Yeah, we got to give the the Taliban billions of dollars to keep them in power so they can kill ISIS. Well, if they're going to kill ISIS, why were they instead releasing ISIS and letting them through their checkpoints? Because they're all working together. Which leads us to our second insane thing, the border. Newly retired Border Patrol Chief Rodney Scott can now tell the truth about what's going on there. And he did with Brett Baer, including a record number of internationally wanted terrorists interdicted on that border in recent months. They're literally flooding over. So what are we doing? Former Border Patrol Chief Scott says we're paying contractors up to five million dollars a day not to build the wall. Not to build the wall? Not to build the wall. That's right. Currently, we're letting hundreds of miles of wall, cameras, and fiber optics rot in the desert while we pay penalties on the contracts we have with the contractors who are supposed to be building the wall in order to prevent them from building the wall. All while the Biden administration says 
There's nothing they can do to stop the flood. The system's just broken. No, the wall is. It's in pieces in the desert, but it doesn't have to be. Here's Trump on the incredible efforts the Democrats have gone to to keep from building the wall. He actually gets the figure wrong here. He says six million a week. It's five million a day. They sued us, the Democrats, Congress, for two and a half years. We won all the suits for two and a half years, and then we were able to start the wall. It would have been finished in a period of, literally a period of weeks. And now we're paying $6 million a week for contractors not to build the wall. Somebody doesn't love our country. When they allow this to happen to our country, we have hundreds of thousands of people pouring in every two weeks. Hundreds of thousands. The irony of that? (laughs) Our country, the U.S., paid for a 274-mile wall between Jordan and Syria. Why? To keep terrorists out, which we don't deserve here. We don't deserve to keep terrorists out. Now, the wall was physical barriers. Some of it was sensors. Some of it was satellites. So it was made of a lot of different things, high-tech barriers, physical barriers. So it's not an actual, you know, exact wall like the one we built. But it was a wall. So we'll spend our money to build the wall to keep terrorists out of Jordan and Syria and pay contractors not to build a wall to keep terrorists out of this country. Which leads us to the next insane thing. Who they think the terrorists are now. You. You're a domestic terrorist. All week long, Republicans have been asking Jen Psaki and members of the Department of Justice if they really think parents who get heated at school board meetings are terrorists. And not a one of them will deny it. Why? Because if they went on record as saying that, it would help those people's lawyers in the future. If they're not terrorists and the Justice Department admits that, they can't use the Patriot Act against them to tear their lives apart. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. To get into their bank accounts, get all their texts, all their private messages, all their emails. Nope, can't conduct a campaign of terror against parents who are getting in the way of the Democrat agenda if you admit that they're not terrorists. That led to some bizarre exchanges this week, like this one between Peter Ducey and Circleback Saki the spokesperson for the White House. Does the administration agree that parents upset about their kids' curriculums could be considered domestic terrorists? These were threats against public servants, threats against uh, members of the school board. Uh, Regardless of the reasoning, uh, threats and violence against public servants is illegal. So Jen Psaki refusing to answer Peter Ducey's question if parents protesting hot-button issues like critical race theory are terrorists. And she lied, too. Not once has the Biden administration or the Department of Injustice managed to name a single case in which a parent has made a violent threat. That's because there isn't one. 
that led to this bizarre episode where Ducey asks, Saki, do we really need to use the Patriot Act against these people? George Bush, for one, promised it would only ever be used against terrorists. It's meant to help the justice system quickly short-circuit the civil liberties American citizens have. So it's critical they be dubbed terrorists. So does the Biden administration really support using the Patriot Act against parents? Circle back wouldn't give a straight answer on that one either. What's insane here is that that even had to be asked. Would the administration be okay with the FBI using the Patriot Act to surveil these parents if that is what they decide. I don't speak on behalf of the National School Board Association. I speak on behalf of this government. The Attorney General has put out a letter. They will take actions they take, and I would point to them for more information. Meanwhile, we learned that Attorney General Merrick Garland, who dubbed the country's protesting parents of school boards domestic terrorists, yeah, his daughter is married to the guy that makes bank quite a bit of money actually zan turner selling critical race theory materials books lesson guides to the country's school as part of panorama education he's the co-founder of that company that is a classic conflict of interest according to the department of justice's own policy he should have disclosed it and immediately removed himself Until he got a ruling. Instead, he said rules and laws don't apply to me. I'm coming after parents who don't want to buy my family's books. And no one cares. But let's get to the fifth most insane thing. Do you remember when our former Attorney General, Jeff Sessions, had to recuse himself from much of his Attorney Generalship? Because one time at a nonprofit reception in the greeting line, he had actually touched a Russian shook hands, and made brief conversation. That was it, but that was enough. He was under suspicion and thus had to turn over all Trump-Russia investigations to more Democrat-friendly AGs in his office. I also remember when Donald Trump Jr. once spoke to a Russian for less than 15 minutes. She'd been sent to Trump Tower by Perkins Coie, Hillary Clinton's law firm, but nobody cares she's a Democrat. Because of this very serious offense of actually speaking to a Russian, Donald Trump Jr. was not only investigated by the Justice Department, the FBI, and received and complied with multiple subpoenas. She only wanted to talk about adoption. He got bored after less than 10 minutes and left. But the Republican-controlled, and I emphasize that, Republican-controlled House and Senate hauled him before their committees, one in the House and one in the Senate, and grilled him for 12 hours to try to get to the bottom of his Russian connections. The legal fees from that 12 hours of testimony, instigated again, not by the Democrats, they didn't control those committees at the time, but by the Republicans, $24,000. So that's how serious it was up until recently in Washington to speak to a Russian or to touch one, even one you didn't know in a greeting line and had no further connection to ever again. So I'm wondering when Biden has to recuse himself from his presidency because he just appointed a real Russian, Soleil Omarova, to regulate the nation's banks. She'll be the comptroller of currency. That's pretty terrifying. She's an openly avowed Marxist. She actually attended Moscow State University under a scholarship named for Vladimir Lenin. 
As recently as 2019, in her tweets, she praised the system in the USSR as fair to women. She advocated for the works of famous communist, the father of communism, Karl Marx, in a paper she was including on her resume as recently as 2017. Her view on banking, private banking, there shouldn't be any. All money should be deposited with and controlled by the government. So again, I'm wondering when Biden has to recuse himself from the rest of his presidency. Did anyone else in his administration speak with her for less than 15 minutes? Touch her at any point? Shaking her hand? We need congressional hearings. Where are the Republicans to combat this threat to our democracy? Nowhere. Just like they were nowhere when we learned that Hunter Biden's drug dealers all seem to be Russian. Oddly, his prostitutes do too, including one who stole his fourth laptop. Here is recorded on video camera saying, they'll probably blackmail me with the contents of that. Wow, that sure sounds a lot more compromised than anything. Jeff Sessions or Donald J. Trump Jr. might have been at risk for or guilty of. Where are the hearings? Who's going to haul Hunter in? Why is he hanging out with Russian nationals who steal his laptops? The kind of people who he expects will blackmail him. But then, I don't know. Nobody cared when Hunter Biden took $3.5 million from a Russian oligarch's wife closely connected to Vladimir Putin. Or when the UK Daily Mail called up her brother and asked, what'd y'all buy for that? And he said, access to America. I used to think you got access to America by getting a visa, getting on a plane and coming here. But apparently it's done differently if you're buying a Democrat. So where are these Democrats who are in such mortal terror of even touching a Russian? Because you know you can get Russian cooties with that, which destroy our democracy. Where are the Republicans who were so brutal to the Trumps? over their non-Russian connections that they demanded from Trey Gowdy all the way to Lindsey Graham that Trump submit to the illegal Mueller investigation. It was predicated on no crime. Even if Trump had colluded with the Russians instead of Hillary Clinton colluding with the Russians, it wouldn't have been a crime. It didn't matter. They went on television night after night demanding he cooperate. He ultimately turned over more than a million personal documents, spent millions of dollars on legal defense, and they came up with nothing. No connections, no collusion, and no money exchanged. Which leads us to our sixth most insane thing. Joe Biden this week claiming it was great that tons of people across the country have been fired for not getting the COVID vaccine. Let's be clear. When you see headlines and reports of mass firings and hundreds of people losing their jobs, look at the bigger story. Good idea, Joe. We will. He must have missed the announcement by his CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, who he appointed that the shot doesn't work to stop the spread at all. Nope, not at all. It gives you protection from severe illness, hospitalization, and death, some, anyway. But it's useless for stopping the spread at a societal level. Maybe Walensky should tell Joe that instead of just saying it on CNN. What they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. So if you're going home to somebody who has not been vaccinated, to somebody who can't get vaccinated, somebody who has um, uh, comorbidities that put them at high risk, I would suggest you wear a mask in public indoor settings. Yep, useless. Again, someone ought to tell Joe Because he keeps claiming the opposite, that taking the shot on pain of losing your job so we can get everybody vaccinated will stop COVID. 
it won't. And also that he can guarantee that when you go to the doctor now, since he's made all your health care providers get the shot, you won't get it again. Not so, according to his own CDC director. We're making sure healthcare workers are vaccinated because if you seek care at a healthcare facility, you should have the certainty that the people providing that care are protected from COVID and cannot spread it to you. Again, that's not what Biden's CDC director says. But he still keeps making this fraudulent claim. And we know there is no other way to beat the pandemic than to get the vast majority of Americans vaccinated. Again, no. Across the country, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands, are being fired over faulty science. When on Monday, the Lancet Medical Journal published a study showing that the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine had such declining efficacy that by six months, it was at only 47%. That's devastating, but not as devastating as this. Another study published in the highly respected New England Journal of Medicine on Wednesday, showing that the two doses of COVID vaccine from Pfizer, yeah, the protection from COVID drops off after roughly two months, plummeting so low. Again, the shot's almost useless. So why are we pretending none of this is the case? Why are we forcing people out of their jobs who've been there for 5, 10, 15, 20 years because they won't take a shot? That won't do anything to stop the spread and rapidly declines in efficacy. You got me. But so much of what we do in America now is either based on lies, doesn't make sense, or both. Which gets us to this stunning revelation this week from ABC News. That over the last 10 months, more people in the U.S. have died of COVID-19 than did in the same 10 months in 2019. When we didn't even have the vaccine. According to ABC News, I'll read the paragraph, more than 353,000 COVID-19 deaths have been reported since January 1 of this year, compared with 352,000 COVID-19 deaths in the first 10 months of the pandemic. What? You're saying with the vaccine, a thousand more people have died this year than last year at this point? Yup. I know you'll want to read the article for yourself. That's so shocking. Here's the headline. COVID-19 live updates, colon, hospitalizations drop, but deaths remain high. It was published October 8. It is an utter indictment of Joe Biden, the guy who blamed Donald Trump for every single death from COVID on his watch. But it points to something else. 75% of our country's now vaccinated. We've had a large portion vaccinated since April and May. Why are the deaths higher? Dr. Leanna Wen, a paid CNN commentator, she's their go-to girl for COVID commentary. You'll see her on CNN almost every day. Dropped a terrifying hint as to why that might be. If she'd said it on social media, she would have been jailed or even booted off. But she's the right people, so she can say whatever she wants. What did she say? That the vaccinated carry more COVID around than the unvaccinated and they shed it all over the place. They're vectors of the disease and they put the unvaccinated at risk. Is that why we have more deaths this year than last year? Here's Dr. Leanna Wen. You don't like it, y'all? Take it up with CNN.
And those who are vaccinated, we now know based on the CDC, they are now able, we, but with the Delta variant, because they carry so much more virus, they could transmit it to their unvaccinated family members. And so I, for example, even though I'm fully vaccinated, my children are not because they're too young to be vaccinated. So I need to be now careful for my children because of all the unvaccinated people around. Wait, what? because they carry so much more virus, they could transmit it to their unvaccinated family members. And so is this really the reason for their obsession with vaccinating people with a shot that doesn't work to stop the spread, as the CDC director says, and hardly has much efficacy at all long term? Is it because it makes you, once you're vaccinated, into a vector of the vaccine, a typhoid Mary that can spread the illness? An incubation Petri dish? Do they want us all to get the vaccine so we'll spread it so they can keep this going? It makes so much more sense than any other statistic that we dwelt on in this podcast. And it's frightening to contemplate, isn't it? And that is this week's edition of Insane Things. Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.